Antler Up, episode 12. Hey, we made it to a dozen. It's Tony Washington. Let's go. Antler Up, Edmonton. Touchdown, Elks. Hey, everybody. Welcome inside the Joey Moss Suite. Uh, it's our studio for Antler Up. Uh, Tony Washington is our guest today. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Appreciate it. Don't forget, uh, you can uh, like, you can subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Please do that. Uh, and if you enjoy this episode of Antler Up, and really, why wouldn't you? Hit that share <laughs> button and tell everybody else about it. And uh, you can also throw us some stars and stuff like that. You know how you know how it works. And don't forget as well, you can uh, register uh, and sign up for the YouTube channel, the Elks YouTube channel with all sorts of uh, great Elks content for you moving forward. So uh, let's get into it now with Tony Washington. How are you, Tony? I'm doing all right. Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> 137 CFL games as of yes, this sir. taping of Antler Up, 57 of them in green and gold. Two Grey Cups. It's your 11th year in the CFL. If you count the Elks twice, you've been on uh, six different teams. I'm going to guess there's not much you haven't seen in the Canadian Football League. No, not really. And it's 12 years. We count COVID. 12 years. Okay, that's. <laughs> I guess you got to count COVID, right? Yeah. You didn't play, but you had a no, contract, right? a contract. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, tell me about getting into the CFL. When you played uh, first for Calgary in uh, 2011, five games, I believe, that year. Correct, yeah. How did you find out about the CFL? How did the CFL find out about you? Honestly, I got a phone call from Coach Jones. Uh, he was a defensive coordinator at the time, and um, – you know, they were trying to get me to come up here. I didn't even know anything about the CFL. And uh, that was the first time I heard of it, going through the combine, the NFL stuff. And, uh, you know, I got my opportunity to come up here. And that's when your relationship with Chris Jones started, I guess. Exactly, right? exactly. Uh, what, was that, what was that phone call like? Do you remember it? I don't no, vaguely, vaguely. I don't really remember too much about. It. I just was excited that I had an opportunity to continue to play football because at the time I was playing arena football, and uh, that was no fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna get to that later. I got yeah. that on my list of things to talk to you about. So we will get to arena football uh, later on in the show uh, today. Uh, five games in Calgary in 2011, and then okay, I'm gonna guess it worked this way. Uh, Chris Jones goes to be the DC in Toronto. And you became a free agent. Exactly. And I'm going to connect the dots here. You got another phone call from Chris Jones. I got another phone call from Chris Jones. I'm <laughs> sitting on my couch after I left uh, Calgary. And, uh, yeah, he called me and said, you know, flying you up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, – what is it with you two? Like, how did you guys mesh together? I mean, he's a defensive coach. I know he's head coach now, and, and he's been your head coach twice. But he's a defensive coach. You're an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, did you guys, how did you guys kind of build your relationship? <clears throat> You know, that's a good question. I mean, I think we just kind of bonded from the from the get-go. As soon as we, you know, I was around the guy, or like I said, in Calgary and Toronto, and I think it just went from there. Nothing special. I think we just had a good bond, and uh, he trusts me. I trust him. I, you know, I believe in his system. I believe in his coaching style, and I think, um, you know, I like what he gives me, too, as a, you know, makes me into a player. So, yeah. It must be pretty cool to have that kind of trust in your head coach and yeah. for him to have that kind of trust in you because yeah. that doesn't happen very often. Like no. That. And, you know, I've been around some good coaches and I've been around coaches that I didn't like so much. And, you know, he's him and him and, and McAdoo actually are just coaches that I enjoy being around. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess the game is so much more fun. Going to work is more fun when you like who you right. work for. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. What was it? It was December of last year. Uh, Chris Jones was named head coach and general manager. Uh, where were you when you heard that? At that moment? Yeah. I was in Florida. Yeah, uh, and uh, when when it was it December? Yeah, December. yeah. I think I was in Florida. I was yeah. no, I was in Dallas. Actually, I was in Dallas. Yeah, and I figured at that point, I was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe I go back to you know play my final season with the with the green and gold again. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing. I was going to say, did you say okay? I heard that. Guess I'm going back to Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I at that 
because at that point I thought I was going to retire last year, mm-hmm. and I heard about that, and I was like, mm, I asked my girlfriend, I said, do you think I could play another year? <laughs> so go for it, you know. Uh, that's cool. Uh, and I know he was. You were one of the first moves that was made by the team when he came here in 2014. I think they acquired you on draft day, right? Uh, in a trade, it was and literally the first move. <laughs> yeah, and and same thing this year. Yeah, uh, this time around when he joins yeah, the team. Yeah. So. Uh, Man, so where have you been? You've been uh, with him, Calgary? Calgary, Toronto, here, uh, and that was it, and then back here. Yeah, you didn't get an offer to go to Saskatchewan? Oh, it was a possibility. I just, I, I, w- I liked what I had built here, and I thought Ed Harvey was a good GM. And, um, you know, I kind of started to make Edmonton my home, so I decided to stay. Um, in hindsight, I should have probably went. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you didn't have a great ending here the first time around, did you? No, not with no, not with the the, the previous uh, general manager. You got uh, you got released six games in. Uh, the best news is, which I guess was was good for you. I, it's like the next day you get yeah, signed by Hamilton. Same day. They, same they, day. They called me the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was out of place. I was playing right tackle, and I don't play right tackle. And they, they, that was a coaching decision that they made, and you know they got me out as fast as they could. <laughs> uh, so you go to Hamilton. Uh, what was it like playing there? What a year and a half, or a season and a half, or, a season, well, or two half seasons? Two half seasons, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's I an interesting s- town because they seem to really love their football. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And and I had a lot of fun there. Actually, it was uh, it was a really good organization, good team to play for. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting to be traded, but I mean. In that moment, I understand why they did it with, you know, the trade with Westerman. And um, I can't remember the kid's name, the wide receiver. There was two, you know, Westerman, Johnny Manziel. It was just a big trade, a yeah. blockbuster trade. So yep. I got why. A lot of draft picks, too, is there? Oh, yeah. I don't think Montreal had a draft pick. <laughs> I don't think they have one still. They, I think they have. The, <laughs> no, they still don't have one. Yeah, they got they got the Elks this year, right, in the, in the trade. Oh, in the first that's round. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to check into that and see or not. But I think I, I don't. I think maybe next year is when they get their, their draft picks back from that trade. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's touch on that a little bit. So you're in Hamilton. Uh, the start of training camp, you're second year there 2018 right yeah uh johnny manzel comes to town yeah was that as big a circus from the inside as it seemed to be from the outside um i think guys in the locker room uh you know they didn't they didn't make it as big of a deal as the the rest of the media was um you know we knew that he had that celebrity surrounding him but i think everybody kind of took it you know and just continued to go day-to-day basis i mean they did i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, just everyday football. It was just, um, you know, it was, it was kind of fun to have that spotlight on you, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was cool. It was a good All time. All sorts of media training camp. All kind right? of media. Yeah. yeah from yeah, everywhere yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, he was a big deal. He was a big deal. What was he like to be around? Did, did you, did you get to know him very well? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, cause we went to Montreal together too. Yeah. So I, you know, I had time to, you know, you know, speak to him, but Johnny kind of did his own thing, you know, yeah. but. Yeah, we went to restaurants and stuff, too. He was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Uh, 2012, you're in Toronto. You won the 100th Grey Cup. That's mm-hmm. That must have been pretty cool. Yeah. In Toronto, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Against Calgary about, after they cut me that yeah. year. Oh, yeah. There you go. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. even nicer for you. Yeah. Then, eh? Yeah. 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 Tell me about that game. What do you remember about it? Oh, man, the drinks after. <laughs> <laughs> It was just it was a party from the from the you know from and I had Adrian Abelli at the time it was his he came back out of retirement and uh, he made it so fun we broke the trophy um, I remember just running on the field when the clock struck zero and just celebrating with the team it was you know Justin Bieber was singing that at the halftime yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean I, it was just a, it was a you know I it was just a surreal feeling 
you yeah. know. I was the first one that got introduced out the tunnel. So it was just things that, you know, I'll, I'll you know, remember those things. Yeah. And then, uh, then you come here. 2015, yeah. you're doing it all over again. Yeah. A little colder in Winnipeg, though. A little bit colder. <laughs> yeah. How was the party after that one? The same. Same. <laughs> same. It was, uh, I think I, I, the reason why I wanted to come back here uh, was because of that year. You know, the team that I had that year, I think that 15 Grey Cup was, it just was more surreal because of the guys who I played with, the relationships I had built, and with Coach Jones, you know, so, um yeah, it was it was still fun. <laughs> that was uh, that was a pretty special team. I mean, oh, yeah. you guys overcame so much that year. I mm-hmm. mean, if you go back, you lost your stadium for training camp. You had to mm-hmm. go into Spruce Grove. John White tears his Achilles uh, in training camp, so he's he's done for right. the year. Uh, you got to play your home preseason game in Fort Mac. Yeah, uh, Mike Raleigh went down that game. And too. well, that was that was the next game uh, yeah. when it was Toronto's home game, right? Yeah, to start yeah, the yeah. regular season the next week. Mm-hmm. Mike Riley, your quarterback, goes down in week one. Mm-hmm. You don't see him again until September. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a lot of stuff to overcome. Yeah, yeah, it, but that's what made it so special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then that run, uh, Roddy comes back. Uh, he makes an appearance at the end of the Labor Day game, plays a little mm-hmm. bit. You lose that one, and then he starts the game here, and you guys are lights out. Like, yeah. how? Tell me about that ten-game stretch. I mean, you guys, you won everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, some every game seemed like a comeback. Every game seemed close, mm-hmm. and you guys made the exact move. It seemed on the field at the right time every game. Yeah, I think we just had like we just had a uh, un. Just he, we were not going to lose. That's the the vibe that we had in the locker room. We bought into Chris Jones. We bought into McAdoo, and we bought into each other. We we went out together. We partied together. We you know we ate together, and it just you know we just bonded, man. Like that team was just not going to lose. Mm-hmm. We were going to do whatever we had to do to win those games, and we trusted Mike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's—I uh, miss him in this league. I mean, yeah. uh, he's retired now, uh, but Michael Raleigh was a special guy. We had a great relationship for our our pregame interviews in the Kubotas all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's just a guy that uh, it's a shame because the CFL needs guys like him. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was a staple in this league for sure. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, lots of room on his back, right? Because everybody, if you need him, you just climb on there. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, True leader. The Grey Cup game in Winnipeg, uh, do you get a lasting memory from that? Uh, I remember sitting in the press box. The thing I remember the most is Matt O'Donnell picking up Mike uh, yeah. after that last app and, like, pulling him up, you know, six mm-hmm. foot eleven, right? So he's pulling him way yeah. up there. Uh, and it must be kind of cool because you're on the field. Mm-hmm. The, as the end, when the offense is on the field, you're taking the victory formation. must be nothing better than that. Yeah, I, I – I, Turned to Rotier, and we gave him a gave him a big hug. I hugged the boys on the line. I, you know, I gave a, you know, DeAnthony Baptiste was the right tackle. I think it just gave him a big hug, and that's all I remember. Just that embrace, you know, from my boys that we we did it. You know, that was uh, it was just unreal. Yeah, yeah. that was unreal. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and again, you won that game like the rest of that season. I mean, you're down thirteen nothing before you even touch the football, right? Right. Yeah, you, that was. Uh, <laughs> We were a little worried a little at the beginning. We were a little bit worried, but I mean that's what that, that's what that team was. Though we didn't we didn't it didn't shake us up in, at all. We mm-hmm. just continued to go, continue to play, you know, one play at a time, and it all worked out. Defense was sh- they they shut they they were the you know they were the storyline there. The defense did a great job that game. Yeah, yeah. It's, is it kind of cool to have you kind of. Chris kind of put the band back together a little bit. There's a few guys from that team who have come back to play. What's it, yeah. what's it like being with those guys again? Guys like Grimes and Lacey, and there's just some other guys too. Yeah. Um, you know, 
we try we we try to you know recreate some of those same memories from 15, but we have to realize and move on that it's a it's a whole different team. Um, but it, you know it's cool to have brothers that I that I battled with uh, in 15. And, you know I hate that Grimes isn't out there. He's a huge loss to us this season. Um, no, it's cool though. I like I'm glad that the, some of those guys are here. Like I said, I wish Grimes was playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that because of 2015, that's one of the reasons why you wanted to come back here. So. You've kind of hinted at it a couple times when I've talked to you, and you said it earlier last year. Are you? Are you? Is your mind made up? This is. This is. I think so. This is year last. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Um. You know. I keep saying it, but I think I'm ready to move on with my life and yeah. to get ready to go out there and you know start my second chapter. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's I don't know if it's easy to talk about it now, but I mean, when you get to November, then it's mm. like. That, and that's what I'm saying it right now. So I'm. You know. But you know, I love football. I just I know I've missed a lot of my my children growing up. You know, I've, everything's been you know focused on football and dedicated to football, and um, I've given a lot of time to this game. So yeah, right now as I'm saying it, that's sitting at two and seven, two and eight right now. <laughs> you know, it's like a you know easy thing to say, but you know we get to the end and we start winning games and things start to feel happy again. You know, maybe maybe not. We'll see. I'm not coming back to Edmonton though. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I want to finally be home. <laughs> uh, it's it, it's kind of a be a neat feeling. It doesn't happen a lot in football when you go out in your own terms too, right? When yeah. It's, when it's your decision, right? Exactly. Quite often it's a team's decision. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 the huge that I, that's like I said that's the reason why I came back because I got to leave retire you know green and gold. Um, you know, one of my favorite places, if not the best place I've ever played, and um, on my terms. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you registering things in your mind as you go through the season? Like this is the last time I'm going to play here, or this is yeah. you know this is my last Labor Day game, or this is what my last trip to Saskatchewan or whatever. Yeah. Are you kind of making a scrapbook? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I was just this funny because I was sitting out uh, at the game before we played Saskatchewan, and I laid there on the field. And I just was listening to the sounds, to the the trucks backing up, the speaker, the people talking, guys, you know, um, you know, the ball being caught, the machines going off. You know, I just I just laid there and listened, and I, I did the same thing in BC. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's take a little break then. Uh, let's head to half, <laughs> halftime here. More with Tony Washington coming up. Elks are in Ottawa tomorrow to play the Ottawa Red Blacks. Of course, Edmonton's coming off a very disappointing uh, loss, 34-23 to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium last week. They'll try and get back at it against the Red Blacks tomorrow. It's a 5 o'clock start. You'll be able to watch the game on TSN. You'll be able to listen to the game on 6.30. Ched, uh, we'll have the countdown to kickoff at 3.30. Kickoff is at 5 o'clock for the Elks and the Red Blacks from Ottawa. Ottawa will also be the next home game for the Elks. Uh, the Red Blacks will visit here in the back half of this home-and-home home set. That game will be Saturday, August the 27th. You can head to Ticket master to get your tickets for that you can head to goelks.com to get all your ticket information for the elks for the rest of this season first up though in ottawa tomorrow the elks and the red blacks five o'clock start tsn and 6 30 chet the antler up podcast is recorded in the joey moss championship suite the Joey Moss Suite opened in 2022 to honor Joey, his great legacy, and to remember one of Edmonton's greatest heroes. The Joey Moss Suite is a great place to watch an Elks game from. To learn more about how to purchase the Joey Moss Championship Suite for an upcoming Elks game, email partnerships at goelks.com. All right, Tony, you're born in New Orleans, right? Mm, yes. Okay, what do the locals say? 
New Orleans Nolans. or New Orleans? Narlins. They say they say different. <laughs> they say different from everybody yeah, else. Narlins. Eh? Uh, uh, born and raised there for most of it, right? Most uh, of your- born there. Left. I was kind of half and half. Uh, yeah. Born there. Went to Dallas. Um, grew up in Cedar Hill, and then went back. Um, probably when I was eleven. Yeah, uh, you left after Katrina, right? The Did that second play a time. Role in it? Yeah, yeah, I left because of Katrina. Yeah. How yeah. how how bad was it? Did you have how bad was your place? Your family's home. You know, so we. I was in a in a apartment complex. I had just had my son actually. Um, uh, so for me, it was kind of a blessing. It was it sucked. It was not a good thing for for the city, but it, you know it helped me continue my career. It helped me start my career in football. Go to college. Um, you know, I had a clothes. I lost clothes and furniture, but. Um, you know, it didn't hit us as hard as it hit a lot of the people. Yeah, uh, your family all came through it all right. Like, yeah, no. So, so you know, besides my auntie, they, um, they, they um, uh, I think they, their basement was pretty bad. But yeah. for the, as far as like health goes, we all kind of got yeah. out of there. Yeah, yeah. It was the the, the sites we've you know we I don't think people who haven't weren't in the middle of it can't even imagine how bad it was. Yeah, I. I still can't. My, my, I have a cousin that actually went through that and stayed in New Orleans and had to sleep at the Superdome. She said it was, it was unreal. Yeah. It was. It was, no rules, no police officers, um, no energy, no 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 electricity, barely any water. It was. It was just a bad situation. Yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, 2005 that was right. So yeah. that's, that's when you moved to Dallas. Yeah. That's uh, why'd you pick Dallas. Well, that's where my family was living at. That's where my mom was at. Yeah. Um, so we just we had to go find somewhere to go. So that's where I stayed with her um, until I went to college. Yeah. When did you start playing football? Um, I was nine. Yeah. yeah, I was nine. And then I took a little break in high school. Uh, I played two years, one year, actually one year of high school football. Um, I kind of got tired of it. Is that still in Ireland's? Yeah, this yeah. is in New Orleans. <laughs> so I took a break and uh, then I went back and I played my senior year and then I just got hooked again from the, from from that moment. <laughs> it's, it's an addictive sport, isn't it? Yeah, very. Once you get into it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the ultimate team sport. I mean, it's 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 the only sport where you you have to, you know, there are others you have to do it, but I mean, you rely on your teammates, but you still got to be good at it, but you got to mm-hmm. rely on your teammates and it's yeah, uh, it's that's what I've noticed. I think guys have trouble saying goodbye to football more than other sports. I don't I don't know if that's wow. true or not, but that's kind of my take on it it's it's the camaraderie it's the brotherhood it's, we develop i'm not saying that the other sports don't have the same thing it's just it's just something about football uh, the grinding the griminess of it the grittiness of it the the battles that we face together and um yeah it's hard to it's yeah. hard to I, I let it go <laughs> i think it's a bit different too because you don't play as many games as basketball or hockey and you're you're spending more time together practicing mm-hmm. and maybe you appreciate the games more because you don't play you don't play 82 games a year like like hockey and basketball you got your you got your 16 you're 18 and and, and yeah. uh, then you got six months of waiting right yeah yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> uh arena ball uh how'd you how'd you get into that was that i was after college yeah Arena was kind of just trying to keep my, you know, my uh, uh, my skill set going. I need to do something because I think that was around the time Jones had called me to um, to come to Canada for in 2011. So 2010, I needed something to do. So um, that's how I got involved with it. And I, and I remembered Dallas had a team. So I, I honestly, I just called their office and I and I asked, you know. Um, for one of the coaches, yeah, and they, and they called me back and they was like, "Yeah, come to practice tomorrow." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, the Dallas Vigilantes, right? Correct. Uh, 
so you show up at practice the next day. What, what was that like? Anybody? Did you know anybody there? Did you hurt anybody on the team? Or um, no, I don't. I don't remember. I, there was there was guys I heard of that played football from in college and stuff, but I don't think I knew anyone on that team. I yeah. think it was there was one guy that came later that I went to that I went to college with, but that was about it. Manny Arsenal told me he he played it. Uh, I guess two years ago, mm -hmm. or last year, whenever. Yeah, he was he was playing in Frisco. Yeah, okay. And uh, he said that uh, it's it's an extremely physical game. That's what that he didn't realize. Maybe I don't know if it's different from the O line to to being a receiver yeah. or not. But uh, well, I he, think it's it, kind of like human pinball to a certain extent. Well, eh? that's what it might be more physical for them. I, the, the trenches, it's not the obviously the play is not as good, uh, but it's a small space and the ball's gone pretty fast. So for uh, for me it was kind of it was a cakewalk, but I understand that running into that wall, being thrown over that wall is not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's probably not the the best feeling. I mean I've seen guys get flipped onto that concrete and it's, it, it doesn't look like fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're glad to get out of there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean I had fun with it though. I was going actually I was still playing. It's kind of weird because I would play here, and when I was in Toronto, and then I think in my first year in no Toronto was my last, but I would play here. And then I would go back and play a season down there. Yeah. And then I would play here and then go back. I did it for two years. And um, uh, how'd the body come out of that? Does that well, beat I'm, you up? I'm 36 now, so I'm still you're still playing. <laughs> still I guess playing. pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah. No, I you know I I was young and I can do. I feel like I can do anything. So yeah. yeah. How how have you changed how you look after yourself as you get into your mid to late 30s now? Uh, do you work out differently? Do you eat differently? Do you pay more attention to stuff? Well, not really. I, I kind of still. I, Me neither. I still <laughs> I still think I'm 26. <laughs> I think the only thing I do differently is I don't lift heavy anymore. Like yeah. I, I you know I, I get in the weight room. I do good weight, but I don't I don't try to you know. Um, power clean 300 pounds or bench press 500 pounds. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, as we're taping this, it's it's after uh, the loss last week to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders here on the Brick Field. I've been talking to a lot of guys since that game, and, and they talked about the crowd and, and how how loud they were and how excited they seemed. And it was kind of like the first time this year where they've kind of really felt that energy. Did you feel that too? Oh, yeah, it was a good vibe. I thought you know, I, this is the first time I really felt the the crowd you know this is the first time this this season and um they really wanted this one and we i think the energy is we thought we were gonna we all thought it was you know this was our week um you know saskatchewan traveled very well too so i think it was a little bit of a battle there between their fans and our fans so it was good i liked it that we just we got to get one for these guys <laughs> for our fans <laughs> yeah it's it's been a tough sled at yeah. home for sure yeah but, uh that uh, they're they're hungry for a win as yeah. are uh, yeah you guys, we are I'm too sure. yeah. now, you're not trying to lose games no. I know that yeah uh, <laughs> that's a thing it's and it's so important in football especially to win your home games right yeah. I mean that's uh, everyone talks about you know protecting the house right exactly exactly yeah. and uh, it, it it matters for you know getting the crowd to come out um, you know that noise that loudness you know it's it's hard to go play in some places and um, when you don't have fans there you know, that's supporting you know it's it kind of feel like you're out there by yourself sometimes. So yeah. we need to bring them back. We need yeah. to get back. We got to get back winning. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, all right, let's go to the red zone. Last three questions all right. on Antler Up. Uh, you can answer them any way you like, long, short, as fast as I can, whatever you like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I know the answer to this one because you kind of alluded this one uh, to this already. Uh, first CFL game you ever saw? Ever saw? Well, I was here. I, I, it was my first. <laughs> it was my first. Uh, uh, day in camp, you know, that was all. That was the first time I ever saw the game at all. I'm surprised at, at, at how many guys have answered the first game they ever saw was the one they played in. Yeah, uh, yeah. That you haven't. I guess some guys 
are older a little bit and they, they didn't see it on ESPN or whatever yeah. it plays down in the States, but yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that. Didn't even know about it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's funny. And, and here you are 12, 12 years, years later, yeah. 12 years later, you're, st- you're still going. All right. Question number two, your best favorite football memory. My favorite football memory. I mean, I obviously is winning the great cups, um, hoisting the trophy. Um, uh, I would say probably sitting on the plane on the way back from um, 2015 Grey Cup with with the Grey Cup sitting next to me. That was and it was, I was st- still a little bit inebriated, <laughs> but I but I slept with the trophy and I was um, that's that was a fun memory. Yeah, yeah. To 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 feel that again, it was it was kind of perfect. <laughs> Excellent. All right, last one. Uh, biggest name in your phone? Biggest name in my phone? Yeah. Oh. I think I still have Johnny Manziel's name. <laughs> I think I still have Johnny Manziel's number. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest name yeah. I have in my phone. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty. That's pretty famous. All right, man. And I, I want you to know, you were on the list of guys to have on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> about two weeks ago, we're practicing uh, over inside uh, at, at the Commonwealth uh, Rec Center. Tony walks up to me. He's got his game face on. I mean, he's got his game face on, helmet, everything. He just stands. This close to me. Remember what you said? I don't want to be on that up anyway. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> that was my way of saying I wanted to be on it, and I hate that you didn't invite me. <laughs> uh, you were on the list before you said that. I want you to know that. So anyway, uh, I just got pushed a little bit to, uh, to get me on. I didn't, I didn't scare you into it. <laughs> a, a little quicker. Tony, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate no, absolutely. it. absolutely. Appreciate you for having uh, me on. It's, it's been fun. Some great stories. Uh, yeah. uh, don't forget to join us uh, each and every week uh, for Antler Up. we got a little change coming up for you for Antler Up, though. Uh, for road games, weeks where there's a road game, we're going to be up here in the Joey Moss studio, uh, and we're going to be talking to someone and telling stories. Uh, for the game, the weeks when there's home games, we're going to be down there uh, on the field. We're going to do uh, Antler Up Live, and it's going to come during walkthrough uh, the day before the game, and we're going to talk to some players, we're going to talk to some coaches, and we're going to set up the game for you, which would be the next day here at the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. So if it's a, a road game that week, we're up here in the Joey Moss suite for Antler Up. If it's a home game, we're down on the field and we're doing it live the day before. You can also watch it, of course, archived as well. So uh, look forward to that uh, coming up uh, the rest of this season. He's Tony Washington. I'm Morley Scott. We'll catch you next time on Antler Up. Antler Up, Edmonton, touchdown Elks. James Wilder Jr.'s got a pair. He'll walk the dog to the end zone. Antler Up, Edmonton, touchdown Elks.